Today on the Travel Guys. In the travel news, Valeris Airline announces more ways to get to Mexico from Sacramento while American Airlines decides its new buy-on-board barbecue sandwich might be coming up a little short. The travel news is next. At 320, our Smarter Traveler segment focuses on buying airline miles and points. Now, our approach has always been it's a terrible deal, but now we're alerting you on a unique situation when... Buying miles from an airline might actually save you some money. We're going to do something fun in the second half of the show. At 3.35, our favorite travel agent, Gwen Duncan, joins us to share her list of how to get through a long airline flight. She has a list of stuff she brings with her to provide little comforts. All right, uh, and here's what we're going to do for fun today. After Gwen gives us her list, we're going to open up the phones and invite you to add your best ideas, okay? So be thinking about it. We'll take a calls and award a $25 Whole Food gift card to the two best ideas. And, of course, uh, it'll be judged by our uh, crack staff. Great information to make you a smarter traveler, some prizes and fun, tidbits of travel news. My goodness, you must have found the Travel Guys. Well, for heaven's sakes, as my mama used to say, it's another version of the travel and entertainment guys right here on your radio. Where? Right here. Right here. Mark Hoffman and Tom Romano brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. You know, we didn't uh, we didn't do our whole show prep today, Mark, because usually at this point I say, where have you been and what have you been doing? And, uh-huh. and we talk about what we're going to say before you do the news and... You know, I got nothing here. It would have man. been boring. I know. Because I've just been home all week working my buns off. It's <laughs> it's catalog season at Sports uh. Leisure Vacation, so we are all busy um, working on putting together, you know, the, the big catalog and all the new trips and all that kind of jazz. So it's it's for a lot of people who arrange travel or organize travel, tis the time of the year when we are already looking forward to as far as next fall. Um, so it's, it's travel is a business where a lot of planning is done in advance. So that's sort of what we're doing. Uh, do you have some, uh, new trips added to the catalog that are we pretty, do. pretty excited we about? We do about a dozen. Our tour preview day is coming up on the 14th of September. It's a Saturday and, uh, there are still a few seats available. You can give sports leisure vacations a call if you would like to come, especially if you're a mature traveler and you're looking for, uh, a local company that can provide you with a service-oriented, wonderful product while you might be interested in what uh, they have to offer at Sports Leisure Vacations. But that's coming up in a couple of weeks, and so that's what we're working on. Now, if you're a mature traveler, that mm-hmm. would be me with an immature attitude. Uh, <laughs> well, it, well, is that Those okay? people are the most fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got a bigger show for you today. Let's get it going. Start off the show as we always do. With our travel news, 
Huey Lewis and the Canoes oh, in the you, background. You got it. We mentioned in the headlines here that uh, Valeris, one of the two Mexican airlines that serves Sacramento, is adding some service. They are going to go to Lyon and uh, in Mexico, and they are going to go a couple of things three times a week, uh, starting in November. So we already have a couple of flights to Guadalajara. Summer service to Mexico City. So uh, we're slowly expanding. These are also red eye flights. So it's get up and you know go meet the people coming in at eleven o'clock and then right. go out in the middle of the night. But now they fly out of uh, Terminal A, right? Or B rather, B B. Yes. Yes, okay. that's correct. Are they the ones that has the flight attendants that wear the really neat little hats? I don't know. Oh, yeah, you got to see these hats. It's, uh-huh. it's kind of, you know, the, the ones that are pointed on each end, and it kind of looks like uh, sailor kind of hats. I see. Sort of. They're great. Does your wife know you pay so much attention to the outfits of the flight? Oh, Shh. never mind. I'm just, just mentioning that here. What do you got? No one died in the Aeromexico crash. Uh, the plane that, that that fell out of the amazing. sky. Yeah, yeah, isn't that amazing? And experts are attributing to this to the fact that airplanes are stronger than ever and there are a lot of flame-resistant uh, items on board. The, the, some of the materials and stuff that are on board the aircraft are flame-resistant, which gives people an opportunity to be able to get away from a plane that didn't blow up or break into little tiny pieces, which in this case, this plane had just taken off. And so, fortunately for the people involved, but... Uh, uh, air experts are, are are somewhat amazed, but they really think that it may be because of the standards for how aircraft are being built these days is why every single person survived that flight. Here's a uh, tip on what not to do if you're running late for the for your flight. Don't call in a bomb threat. <laughs> Guy no. headed for the Cincinnati airport um, called in a bomb threat to delay a flight that he was about to miss. Um, he wasn't real smart, though, because he called from his own cell phone. Yeah. So they kind of tracked that back down and figured out who it was. And when he got to the airport, they were kind of waiting for him. And he missed his flight. Uh, yeah. He's uh, going to have to spend 60 weekends doing something. Let's see here. He will serve his sentence on he will be in jail for 60 weekends. And he has to reimburse United Airlines $7,700 in restitution for the canceled flight. So good for them. I mean, if you if you're that I think he stupid, got off. I think he got off line. I, I think he did. He's lucky that he's not in jail for the rest of his rest of his days. Okay, um, here's something kind of fun. Airline alliances are proactively helping passengers with tight connections. Um, the airline alliances, you know, you've got the Sky Team and you've got uh, uh, what's United part of uh, Star Alliance, and you've got One World. Well, these folks are working together now and starting to create situations where they can give customer service. Let's say, for example, you have a three-hour connection coming in on an international flight. Your flight's two hours late. So now it's starting to become you getting through customs and all that stuff and getting to your flight is getting to be a bit of a squeeze. But if somebody from the airline was there at the gate with a sign with your name on it and said, hey, Follow me. Got you in an express customs lane. Got your bag back on the belt and you to the gate. And so they're starting to do this. And not only for just the very highest elite customers, which they've done it before, but now they're starting to do it for the average Joe. Um, So in all three carriers are all three of the alliances are starting to do this. It's mostly at hub airports, which, of course, is where people have most of their connections. So we'll keep an eye on this. And uh, as it develops, uh, it sounds like something that would be really a great thing for customers. Mm-hmm, I mean, imagine mm-hmm. you've got a tight connection. You know, there might be s- several other people on your plane that are going to connect to the same flight. Often. So people who, you know, being able to pass that word along would be a big deal. Nevada 
legalized marijuana. What's well, been now, Tom? About a year and a half or so, year something like that that they legalized it. Yeah, they were last year. One one year ahead of us, weren't they? Associated Press reports that marijuana revenue projections, taxes, have been exceeded by twenty five percent in Nevada's first year of sales, blowing away even the loftiest expectations. Sales are expected to exceed five hundred million. They don't say what the tax is from that. But uh, in terms of real-world dollars, $25 million statewide for schools isn't exactly life-changing, but they said it is 2.5% of the education budget for the state. So um, some people are lighting up in Nevada, and in a strange way, the kids are benefiting. And they're also saying tourism opportunities await. So apparently we're going to see some of the tourism explosion for people visiting places and stuff like that. American Airlines has dropped their barbecue sandwich from buy on board now due to negative feedback. Now, you can see this at TravelGuysRadio.com. And, Tom, I showed you and Gwen looked at this before the show started. And if you could see this, um, this is a, a uh, there's a picture of what the sandwich is supposed to look like. Let me show it, it to Luis, our board officer. All right. All right. Go show it to Luis so he can see it, too, there. Yeah. Looks tasty. Before yeah. <laughs> see the before and after there? Looks like a, a pile of, a glob of something on a bun, as opposed to the picture, which makes it look like something that might actually be edible. It's missing something there, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, you can understand why people were just a little bit disappointed. If you want to see that for yourself, go to TravelGuysRadio.com, and you can see it. But American says they're dropping the sandwich due to negative feedback. Looks like uh, one of my homemade uh, tuna sandwiches there. Looks like somebody took a... Plop on a piece of bread. It's not. It's it's really not. It's 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 not something that you see it for yourself at travelguysradio.com. That is it. Hey, uh, let's see here. We've got TSA is reportedly this caused quite a stir last week. Um, TSA came out and said, "Look, um, we'd like to consider eliminating screening at some of the smaller airports. You know, the places that only have two planes a day with fifty passengers or something. It just doesn't make sense." And, oh, my God, um, the reaction was pretty swift mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and pretty loud and long. Um, the change would, would impact about 10,000 passengers a day who are screened by about 1,300 TSA employees. It's about one-half of 1% of the people who fly out of, it, of a U.S. airport on any given day. So you're saying, well, if these people aren't screened and their they're plane lands in Chicago, do they just go into the terminal? And the answer would be no, that wasn't part of the plan. They would be screened when they arrived, kind of like customs. You'd be screened when you arrived at the major airport. And I'm sure the major airports were just thrilled at the idea of dozens of planes from feeder airports um, needing people to be screened. Imagine that. Now, with an hour connection, you've got to wait in a line to be screened just to be able to get into the airport. I don't think there's any possibility that it could happen but anyway, there it is. I got a note from one of our listeners who said, on our return trip last night, we witnessed a miracle. After dinner at the airport, we went to our departure gate to ask about pre-boarding. The gate attendant said we could pre-board following one other person. This couple is an older couple. Lady in a wheelchair. She was slumped down watching us. Later, she was dozing periodically. So obviously, she was a pre-board. If we had known there were only about 30 passengers on the flight, we wouldn't have asked. Just before flight time, there was pre-boarding, a family group, the older lady in the wheelchair, and a young couple with three small children. On arrival in Oakland, we entered the gate arrival area. We heard an airport employee ask the gate attendant where the other wheelchair passenger was. As we headed for the airport exit, I noticed the lady who had been slumped over at our departure airport 
briskly walking away ahead of us, her dreadlocks bouncing up and down. It dawned on me that that, that was the wheelchair lady, recognized by her blonde dreadlocks with the black roots. Miracles do happen. During the flight, the lady was cured of whatever she had to be walked onto the airplane with. When it got to the other side, she cured. was cured. Now, usually yeah. this happens on the, the, West, the East Coast flights from the north to the south. They get to Fort Lauderdale, and there's something in the air there that people just amazingly can get up and walk off the aircraft. Yep. Miracle flights. A miracle and, and flight. like you say, yes. generally to, uh, a lot of times, to tropical destinations. You think so? And yeah. that pretty much is your travel news for today. <laughs> and we are the travel guys. And, uh, you know, uh, often in the past, we have mentioned that, uh, you know, when the airlines gives you an opportunity to spend your hard-earned cash uh-huh. to buy airline miles and points, it's it's usually a terrible Never, deal. Never, ever, ever. However, Mark uh, is going to share something with us that uh, there may be a situation where it could be to your advantage. And that's next on The Travel Guys. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. That's, uh, that's like how I feel. I can't song. wait to get on the road again. You can't? Uh, yeah. Off to Denver uh, this coming week for, you are. for a few days understand you're going to a baseball game on Tuesday, you too. You know, I, I am. Actually, I think it's Thursday. And I, uh-huh. I, I'll ask you, hardcore Giants fan, how mm-hmm. are we doing, by the way? Uh, it's 2-2 uh, two to two after uh, six innings in Arizona. So uh, I'm going there for, you know, sightseeing and uh, visit my daughter, who's in training for a new job. And while we're there, we're going to go see uh, the Dodgers play uh, Colorado. Okay. Now, you know, being a hardcore Giants fan, yes. I'm going to have to wear my Giants gear. Yes. And but, but what do I do? Do I not cheer for anybody? For the Rockies. I cheer for the Rockies. It's my two favorite teams are the Giants and whoever's playing the Dodgers. So you 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 always doesn't matter who it is. Um, you know, if it's the good sisters of the poor, you root for the, them against the Dodgers. Okay, all right. I, I thank you for time. clearing that you up for me. Don't root for the Dodgers because that would be sacrilegious. When was the last time the Dodgers won a world championship anyway? Because the Giants have won three recently, and I'm I'm just I'm thinking you have to go back to like it's like in the in the forties or something like that. <laughs> to, uh, no, it's not that far, but yeah, I well, think it's back in the seventies. Yeah, it could happen this year. It was close. Let's close hope last not. Year. Yeah. Um anyway, we have something more. This is not a baseball show, this is a sports show. I mean, this is a travel show, I think. Um and we're gonna talk about listen, we always talk about Tom how the airlines put these things out here where they say, hey, you can buy miles and fluff up your account and all this kind of... And every Pretty time regular, you go to check yeah. in, they're mm-hmm. trying to... And it, they're all sucker moves. They are all sucker moves. That miles are never... Even when they say, hey, buy 100,000 miles for this much money and we'll give you 100,000 miles free, it's never a good deal. It's never a good deal. It never prices out to be beneficial to you. The only situation I can think of where you might try doing that would be as if you had... 80,000 miles and you needed 110 and therefore you had to buy a, buy a small portion and get ripped off on those to use the rest. Right. And and to uh, and maybe to get a new status, an elite status by buying up a little bit that would get you lots and lots of benefits. Exactly. But yeah. here comes a situation that perhaps we hadn't thought about. And actually, I had thought about this and, and, and had checked it one of the times when this story came up, but now someone has done some research and found out that there are indeed situations. This involves when you're buying like a last-minute ticket that's very expensive, uh, particularly if you're going overseas. So sometimes this will work for domestic stuff, particularly to Canada, where tickets tend to be fairly expensive. But this is the, the idea. The concept is because the ticket is so expensive, 
it is beneficial sometimes, particularly if there's a promotion going on where they're saying get 50% more miles free or double your miles or whatever, that sometimes when those promotions are going on, that buying an expensive first-class ticket overseas, a an, up, an upgraded ticket, mm -hmm. or buying a even a, an economy ticket to a faraway destination in some cases, and they've given some examples here, uh, one is flying to South Africa from Washington Dulles Airport. It's a long way. Um, if if you bought it, uh, South African Airways is a member of the Star Alliance. You can use your United Miles. 140,000 United Miles will get you the the ticket. And if you had to buy those miles at current rates, they've done some calculations and say, okay, this would still be $1,200 cheaper if you bought the miles and converted them into the ticket. Now, there is some risk there because, of course, there's a mileage ticket available. You've got to get those miles and get them converted, which can take anywhere from 20 minutes to a couple of days. And then your ticket goes away. And But if, if you've got an airline that allows you to hold the ticket for a couple days for a small fee, that's a good idea. But anyway, I, the concept of this that I just wanted to plant was that we've always told people never buy airline miles. But the reality is that if you're getting ready to buy a really premium economy ticket or a first-class ticket to travel a great distance across an ocean in most cases or transcontinent to, to a minor airport on the other end, you may find that it's cheaper by a considerable amount of money to consider buying miles from that airline. Also, another thing you can do is buy miles from one of the airline's partners that's in the same alliance. But once again, you know, you're flying on a United flight and you've got miles from South African Airways and something goes wrong along the way. Now what's going to happen? So these guys who hack these fares and do this all the time, they think nothing of doing things like this. To a an amateur hacker, so to speak, I'd be a little bit more careful. But the reality is that if you could buy on an established airline the miles for your trip and you're traveling on an established airline and you're comfortable with those two carriers then in some cases you can do this little switcheroo and go online and buy miles and end up a lot cheaper so if you get find yourself in a situation where you're buying that ticket it might be time to do that homework okay so for, for the layman here that understands this uh, yep. you're saying that uh, when they offer you the miles to purchase, mm -hmm. oftentimes they offer you X number of miles. Let's say, you know, you're going to, you're going to, you get a, a hundred thousand points right. for X amount of money. And then they're going to throw in some extra miles on top of that. When you make the purchase frequently, some... they will give you 30% more, 50% okay. more, or even a hundred percent more. Okay. So the extra miles and the extra that they add, uh, they add on to it is uh is going to be uh cost you uh, will be a, a better use that to buy your expensive in ticket. some cases when those mm -hmm. promotions are going on and you're in a position where you okay. have to pay two three four five thousand dollars for a ticket right you might be able to use miles buy miles especially if you already had some miles but mm -hmm. let's pretend you didn't have any miles and buy all the miles to get that ticket and have that ticket end up costing you in in some of the examples they've used here as much as twelve to fourteen hundred dollars less on a $4,000 ticket. So this isn't about going to Los Angeles or Denver or even Hawaii. Right. This is more about going to someplace, like I said, over an ocean or definitely transcontinental and perhaps landing in a secondary or a tertiary airport on the other side. One other thing I wanted to update folks on, we talked last week, remember we had Chris Elliott on and he talked about, we talked about resort fees. Correct. And this is mm -hmm. like the number one thing in my craw is resort fees. I just think this is the biggest ripoff. An air, a, a hotel tells you the price is one eighty nine 
and you go through and you get the booked and everything, and now they they're telling you what 189 times three plus the taxes are going to be, and all of a sudden up pops up this resort or destination or urban whatever they're getting real creative in what they call it now facility fee, um, unbelievable. And so now suddenly your room costs instead of being 189 dollars now is 213 dollars. And you're like, well, what the heck is going on here? But you've already invested all this time and effort. And so in many cases, people just pay it. And in many cases, they're paying for things that they used to get for free. And the, the other thing is, and then I think for folks that have run across this know so, uh, particularly in Vegas, yep. uh, you know, you got a $48 uh, a night resort fee. That's for every, that's each night. Yeah, no, that's it's not 48 it, for for the for the three nights you're staying. And, and you're saying, well, what place has a $48 resort fee? And, Tom, there's there are two places in Vegas now that have resort fees that are over $40 a night. Oh, yeah. So $48 is just around the, the corner. Um, Chris Elliott published an article this week about some of the cities where resort fees are the highest. And so very quickly, Miami, uh, Phoenix. This is really interesting. Average resort fee, $24. In Phoenix? Are you kidding me? There's a gazillion hotels in Phoenix. They do. They do what they can do. Why would you? Las Vegas, of course. We talked about that average resort fee twenty nine dollars. Oahu average resort fee twenty five dollars, up ten percent from last year. San Diego average resort fee twenty two dollars, up thirteen percent from last year. Fort Lauderdale nineteen dollars a night. Uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina thirteen dollars a night. New York twenty eight dollars a night, average up fifteen percent from last year. Florida Keys twenty four dollars a night, down three point six percent from. Last year, Orlando, $14 a night, up 9%. So uh, these, it's, it's spreading like wildfire. It's like, let's see, how, let's see how much we can screw the traveler by adding these fees that are just absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, Chris, and, and, and so when they come up, complain about them. Let the people at the front desk know that you think it's ridiculous and that you're, you're considering not booking there next time if they continue such a practice. You know, Or if you thought the resort fee was wonderful and you were happy they added it to your bill, why you can tell them that too. And and uh, and Mark, I think I asked you earlier. Uh, you know, is it going to do any good? Mm-hmm. And uh, your comment was: It some- does. If 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 you have, particularly if you have status in a hotel's program and you're making reservations, they hit you with a resort fee. You should push back. They may not take it out, but you may get there and find a nice amenity in your room or something that might at least kill some of the, the problem from having that that horrible fee added to your bill there you go and, and it'll make you feel better that you 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 brought it to their attention prizes after it. the news prizes, yeah, prizes, prizes prizes after the news actually we're going to spend some time with gwen and we'll it will explain to you how you're going to win your prize that's next on the travel guys Here we go. We are the Travel Guys, Mark Kaufman and Tom Romano, the travel and entertainment guys, I might point out. Absolutely. And special guest, Gwen Duncan with Cordially Yours Travel, joining us uh, here on the radio today. And we're going to have some fun. Uh, we're going to give away some... Uh, going to give away a $25 Whole Foods gift card. And Mark, uh, let two our of them. Yeah, two of them. Let our listeners know how they can qualify, what they need to be thinking about. Well, here's the deal. Gwen is going to, don't call yet, because Gwen is going to give us a half dozen of her favorite items she takes with her on long-distance plane flights. And then you have to come up with some items of your own. And we will open the phone lines up, and you can call and tell us 
what item you would like to add to Gwen's list. And whoever has the two best ideas, we'll take as many calls as time allows. Whoever has the two best ideas, we will give those folks $25 Whole Foods gift cards. So it's it's very, no, Gwen, you cannot win. Um, so it's uh, 921-1530 and uh, 916-921-1530 and 1-800-834-1530. But don't call yet because you don't know what Gwen's list is. So Ms. Duncan, yes. of cordially yours travel. It is a pleasure to have you today in the building. Thank you. Um, you were already here when Tom and I came in. We're sitting downstairs waiting for Gwen and and because it's a it's a weekend, the building is locked up, and Tom says, "I'll bet you Gwen is already upstairs waiting for us." She <laughs> has secret methods of getting into the yeah, building, just not into the studios. She's... Gwen, uh, we're going to qualify you a little bit here. You've you've been traveling a little bit over the years. Mm-hmm. How many how many miles, long distance miles, do you think that you have traveled, or for how many years? And oh. And how well, many I've, destinations? I've been traveling since uh, 1980. Well, actually, Wow, well, that was kind of a rude way of asking her how old she was, I thought. Well, yeah, I do have a But I think I'm, I'm just, older I, than you. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying that Gwen has had a lot of opportunity to learn the, uh, the tricks of travel uh, yep. long distance. Yeah, I think a, a couple of things that you've got to really concentrate on is don't take enough. I mean, don't take too much stuff. Don't take for enough. Your, yeah, don't take, don't take too much stuff as a carry-on. It's going to violate the, the space that you have to be comfortable, number one. Um, and it's just not necessary. Now, wait a minute. These are supposed to be things that you take with you. So the first thing out of your mouth was something that you're not supposed to take, that not don't to take, take with you. Don't take too much. Don't take too much. Okay, it's oh, not great. about quantity. It's about that's quality. Right, yeah. that's right. So the, one of the things that we do, especially for long-distance travels, if we're going to be doing any purchasing or anything, we always have a luggage um, uh, weight, you know, on one of those scales, a le- le- luggage scale. Mm-hmm. They're not very expensive, okay. and that'll save you a lot of a money. A luggage scale. That's the screwiest thing on your list. I want you to know that. Oh, <laughs> I, it well, is. Okay, how a about lu- chewing gum? <laughs> Who would actually carry a luggage scale? Never mind. I that, know, that, would known that would be I've me. I've known Gwen for a while. Yeah, that would be. Okay, okay. so a luggage scale, that's, okay. that's legit. And then uh, because there are so many reports, we get the reports about um, germs and stuff and bacteria on the planes. It's really bad. Then you take wet wet wipes and uh, sanitary, you know, the Are you one of those people who gets on the plane and starts wiping everything down I before will. you sit down? I, I've gotten to where I would just wet down a, a napkin or something, but now I'm going to do it. Yeah, use the there. sanitary just, things. You okay, just bring so, the fire hose and just go for the whole thing. All right. A lot of people don't have problems with height, but I do, and I like chewing gum. Um, I'll chew chewing gum when you're getting, getting in the higher elevations but a lot of people with kids the kids are screaming and screaming and screaming mm-hmm. and the hint that i can give them is to to take a pacifier because it keeps their swallowing in the back of, and then they don't scream and they don't do all that mm-hmm. it really helps i asked a, a um a stewardess about that and she says it's a really good idea for people to take a pacifier. i, I think we call heads. them flight attendants now oh flight attendants <laughs> <laughs> then the other thing is always always take your valuables and your prescription drugs with you in your carry-on uh-huh your car keys and all that don't go like and of course your passports and your documents should be kept with you okay now wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait so we asked for five things here so let's go back what, what Chewing gum. the first no that no. wasn't the first thing oh, no. okay the first thing was was uh, the luggage scale the luggage scale yes that's <laughs> that it could cost, it cost the a lug- lot of money well huh? let me let me uh, help gwen out here or, okay. or should i actually helping you out see gwen you know when you get to the airport they weigh your 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 luggage that goes underneath uh-huh 
when you go on vacation and you're Gwen and her husband, they buy a lot of extra stuff. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so, so that 45-pound uh-huh. bag, you know, when they add all that other stuff to it, she needs to find out. So the 20 we're... bucks they paid for the scale yes. comes back to them oh, because actually, they don't have to pay a baggage fee. They don't, they don't, don't want to exceed. the scales for seven bucks. Uh, and her eye, yeah. Do you see where her, her eyes lit up when yeah. she said that? Okay. <laughs> so a luggage, there's probably people who would like to get through on the phone. Okay, so luggage scale. Chewing gum. There was another thing Chewing up there. Chewing gum. And then I had uh, wet wipes of some sort. Wet Be wipes. sure to take your prescription drugs and right. stuff. And then one thing is an empty container for water. Uh, you should stay hydrated. Okay. And uh, if you have an empty bottle, you can... You do you know, fill it fill. before you get on the plane? Or yes, do you just I get do. on the plane yes, with it empty? Yes, I do. Yes, we do. And then when we're doing the layovers yeah. or the stopovers, whatever, then we'll fill them up because you really have to stay hydrated while you're up in the, that high of elevation. That is very important. Okay, so on there Gwen's... There are lots of other ones. Gwen, that, <laughs> yes, but, but Gwen's... And she actually spit out six there because she, yeah, the, yeah. she went back, she forgot mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when Gwen is, is, is talking, she's saying um, chewing gum. Chewing gum. Okay. And wet wipes, wet wipes, mm-hmm. and travel scale, travel scale, and prescriptions, prescriptions, and, mm-hmm. and she snuck in passports. That your passport there, that's oh, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Your ID, and what's what was the last one you had? Uh, empty bottle, uh, empty, the empty container. bottle. Yes, to be able to you know, or if you get stuck on the tarmac for two hours, you can use it for <laughs> something else. Um, so. Give lots of other ones. 921-1530. as a 916-921-1530 or 800-834-1530. We're going to take a little bit of a break while uh, Luis sets up the phone calls. And so what we're doing here, if you just tuned in, Gwen has given us five of her things when she goes on a long plane flight that she uses to keep comfortable. And we have a couple more that we're going to throw in when we come back from the break. And we're looking for from you... What is that one item that you would like to add to our list? Just one, your very best item, and whoever has the two best items between now and the time that we stop taking calls will win a $25 Whole Foods gift card. Does that sound right, Thomas? Works for me, buddy. All right, let's go. Uh, you give us a call, 921-1530, 800-834-1530. We'll take a break and come back and take your calls on the travel, guys. We are the Travel and Entertainment Guys, Mark Hoffman and Tom Romano with special guest Gwen Duncan from Cordially Yours Travel with us here in studio. By the way, follow along at TravelGuysRadio.com for pretty much most everything we talk about, including our discussion about the things that you want to bring inside the cab mm-hmm. uh, cabin when you, uh, when you fly, and uh, particularly if you're flying on... Uh, Long flights, it's a lot of the things that uh, Gwen brought up at the very beginning are things that wouldn't matter whether it was a long or a short trip, but they're, they're kind of essentials that have a, a lot of benefits. And uh, we have lined up some callers who are vying for a $25 Whole Foods, actually we have two of them, $25 Whole Foods gift cards for the most creative answer or should I should say uh, suggestion? Suggestion, absolutely. Something to, we have to take along. We have a board full of callers, so we're going to try to rip through those, and we'll take some more calls. So if you're getting a busy signal, uh, 921-1530 or 800-834-1530, and we'll try to free up some lines for you. We'll take you on the phone, ask you what your um, idea is quickly, and then move on to the next person. So here we go, folks. Uh, Nancy is up first. Welcome to the Travel Guys, Nancy. Thank you for listening. Hi. So what is your what, what's the best thing to take on a long distance plane flight? Your phone charger. Your phone charger. Now you mean just the cord and the plug? 
Right, so that if you get uh, um, delayed, you're going to be sure to be able to charge your phone if it goes if it goes dead. Got it. Now, do you just take one? Do you, Nancy, just have one, one charger? One per phone. One per phone. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. See, now that's a, that's a good idea because if you just take one charger and you've got more than one per, you've got more than one phone, then you've got a problem. So you need a multiple. You know, and plus. If there might be limited plugs available, you know. Okay, mm -hmm. so Nancy's got a phone charger. Okay, um, somebody keeping a list of this stuff here? Yeah, I did. Um, all right, all right. Uh, let's go to Frank here. Frank, welcome to the Travel Guys. Yo, Frank. Hello. Hey, Frank. Hi. What's the... <laughs> yeah, the thing that I like to take along with me that I always try to remember to pack is my um, light-blocking sleep mask. Oh. Okay, now where do you get your light blocking sleep mask? Is this well, a professional you version? The, you can usually um, buy them, you know, like at the travel stores or oh. the luggage stores. Okay, all right. Know, where they sell luggage accessories, and usually, you know, you have to try to get them in a um, like a smooth fabric, like satin, perhaps. So. Um, when it's on your face, it doesn't indent, you know, the... Right, now, now let me ask you... ...the mask into your face. Yes, Gwen laughs, Gwen laughs, but, I, but this I is use, important, yeah. I use... Yeah, now, 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 you guys that use the mask, Frank, uh, when it comes time for... Do you wait until after drink service occurs, or, or do you put it on right at the beginning of the flight and just kind of listen for the... What would you like to drink? No, I put it on afterwards. I after. see. Okay, and then, then, you know, at least uh, sometimes, you know, people like to read next to you. They turn on the light overhead and, you know, and then, you know, you might want to take a little nap have, or have, snooze. Have you ever enjoyed your beverage while you still had the mask on? <laughs> no, I usually like to see what I'm drinking. Okay. <laughs> okay, now let me ask you here, Frank, before we let you go, since you're a guy with a sleep mask, um, not all of us have sleep masks. And, it, and the issue here is who controls whether or not the window is up or down? You're on a flight. Well, you'd you'd like to sleep. Mitigating. <laughs> yeah. That's another factor, you know, that sometimes comes into play and, you know, you either have to um, nicely ask um, if you're not sitting close to the window, uh, nicely ask your neighbor if they wouldn't mind um, closing or opening the window. And uh, a lot of times, you know, if you ask politely, you know, they'll be more than obliged to, you know, honor your request. So. Or at least give you some kind of a reason why, you know, it's not like the sun's about to come up and I want to watch the sun rise. Yeah, or something like that. All right. F Frank. And then if they don't comply, you know, I don't think it's the end of the world, you know. We're all there headed and, to one destination. So. And, and Frank doesn't think it's a problem because he's got his light-blocking sleep mask. So, you know, I mean, what does he care what you do with the Frank? Yeah. Thank you. That's a good idea. Let's go to Christina next. Christina, thank you for being a Travel Guys listener. What have you got to add to our list? I would bring earplugs or noise canceling um, mm -hmm. ear uh, covers. Yeah, those is a good company. Um, they can be seen by the stewardesses, so it's easier for them to get your attention. They'll ask you, you know, to lift them off so that you can hear what they have to say. Um, earplugs are kind; of, they don't know if that you're wearing them or not, but they work really well. Bring a pair for a friend because people will thank you if that un. Foreseen child is not having a good flight. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Bring a pair for a for a friend. Good idea, Christina. Yeah, uh, Christina, get together with Frank. You got the, the you, you're blind. You're blinded out. <laughs> yeah, and, and you you can't hear nothing. No, we can't you, hear anything. <laughs> yeah, so you you know you could be anywhere. Yeah, I think right? I, I, perfect. I, yeah. Absolutely, and who knows what could happen after that? Because and they wouldn't know because they can't 
hear anything or <laughs> Christina flight. Yeah, exactly. Christina, thank you thank for you, your babe. thank you for your suggestion. We're taking things that you would take on a long distance airline flight. Gwen Duncan started us with uh, a half a dozen things. What did you have, Gwen? Uh, quickly a review there. You had uh, string oh. and chewing gum and Yeah, I had yeah, wet wipes, the wet, wet wipes, yeah, yeah, the bacteria wipe things. Uh, chewing gum, uh-huh. a luggage scale, uh, prescription and valuables should be in there, and um, an empty bottle that you can fill water in. Right, and your passport. Yes, yeah, and exactly. Your passport Did you okay. say string? So, well, I was just making oh, fun, okay. you know. 921 1530, and uh, that's a 916 number, and 800 834 1530. We've got two. Whole Foods gift cards. We'll take some more calls here, and whoever we decide has the best idea, adding to our list, and maybe we'll we'll come up with something here. All right, let's go up back up to the to the top of the board here and take uh, Diane. Diane, welcome to the Travel Guys. Hello, thank you. You're welcome. What do you got for our our long distance airplane flight list? Things to make you more comfortable. I like to take the food bars that I I can eat, gluten free, etc. Mm-hmm. And I take because if I'm stuck in the airport. And I just need a snack, or I need a you know a lift, and or in between meals of, on the really long trip to Europe. I like to take a uh, blue cheese and onion sandwich now, wait a on that's board. Where, that's where I was going to go next with Diane. Here is Diane. If you like to bring food on board, are there rules? Do you feel there are rules about what you should and should not bring on board when it comes to edibles? Uh, yes. I don't think hot soups and things like that should be allowed. I don't. I don't think they are. Yeah. That sure, but these food bars are wrapped individually. What What about smelly foods? How do you feel about you know Tom and his blue cheese and blue yeah. cheese and onion sandwich? Yeah, maybe with sardines. Well, actually, I like cheese and onion sandwich. So it's <laughs> <laughs> you're you're my kind of girl. Diane is going right. Is going to sit right next to Tom there in uh, in fifteen. In 15B, all right, well, Diana says she will bring food. Diana says she'll bring food because, obviously, she has some dietary restrictions, and that's what she likes to bring. All right, let's go to the next one here. Um, I think is, uh, yeah, let's go line two is is Lori. Hi, Lori. Welcome to the Travel Guys. Hi, how are you? Good. Yes, my, um, what I would like to bring, and I wasn't listening to hear if it was already mentioned, is one of those um, wrap-around-your-neck pillow-type things. Um, either that or a nice squishy pill, you know, small pillow mm-hmm. that you easily stuff into your carry-on. Yeah. Because you are going to be sleeping. You could even use it to muffle out, you know, those crying babies. Either lend it to the mom to give them a little whap on the head. Now, <laughs> now, now, Lori, Lori, let me, let me just, let me ask you here. Have you found, because if you're a Travel Guys listener, you know that we've been looking for the perfect airplane pillow for quite some time now and and right. haven't haven't really found it exactly that's why i like to take my own and um and if you don't they do sell those little wrappy things you know at the airport but they're very expensive those little wrappy so, things everything at the uh, airport yeah. is expensive <laughs> now, do you like do you do you bring now Lori? do you bring your pillow from like from your bed at home no, no, no. I have a little travel pillow that's actually become one of my favorites even at home, but it's small enough to where you, you know, I could just squish it anywhere, um, you know, down my shirt, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, oh, so, so Lori has sort of a personal relationship yes. with her travel pillow, obviously, when they, they get out on the road together, why they're able to, 
get that's right we bonded <laughs> you you've, you've bonded together all right thank you thank you laurie uh let's see here we're going to run out of time in a few minutes let's take out as many as we can don um on 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 line three welcome to the travel guys don what would you like to add to our list um well, i'm going a little different route i always bring a uh, solar flashlight it's a uh, small flat solar flashlight so it's already charged when you get on board so mm-hmm. if you happen to we travel with our grandson Drop something down on the seat on the floor. It's easy to see. And then once you get to the airport, Oakland's a good place. The regular parking, there's not a lot of lighting out there. Mm-hmm. So it gives us uh, actual lighting uh, yeah. possibilities. Yeah, and you would say, well, but you would have a, everybody has a flashlight on their phone. But if you're taking a long plane flight, what if you get to the other end and your phone is dead? That's correct. Now, you, now you've start. got no you've got no way yeah, to be able to. Yeah, no, that's, I, I, I like that. Thank you, Don. Yep. Thank you, thank you very much. All right, let's take a couple more here. Um, uh, how about line five? We've got uh, Dave has an, an idea here on line five. You with us, Dave? I always hit the pair of cheap flip flops because uh, long into the flight, the bathrooms get a little bit messy on the floor. Ah, uh, yes, that's yep. not water on the floor after about five <laughs> hours into the into the flight. Um, yeah, up front you get a free pair from the airline, but. You're an economy, you know. You know, he he brought something up too, and uh, I tease my uh, son-in-law who who always wears flip flops uh-huh. and extremely comfortable, semi sloppy clothes when we fly. Uh, <laughs> you know, back, remember the days when people used to wear suits. Bottom line is, is he's a smart man because you got to take your shoes off when you're going through the. Uh, you know the the TSA, and if you got flip flops on, that's a that's a lot easier to get off and uh, and put back on than those lace up uh, army boots. That's for sure. Yeah, that's 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 the truth. All right, flip flops. I think that's an excellent uh, suggestion. That may yeah, I, I like that one a lot. Let's see if we can get one more here, and then we'll uh, let our, our our crack judges decide who the winners are. Uh, let's go to uh, Demargo. It looks like it, it with uh, is on line one. Welcome to the Travel Guys. Hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> but, uh, my idea was compression socks. See, Gwen, Gwen, is, Gwen is applauding. Gwen's <laughs> applauding you because you know that was one of the things I, I told her. She could only she could only name a half a dozen things off her list, and she had like a dozen. And she's okay. like, "Oh, I'm going to have to leave compression socks off." But explain why compression socks would be important. I only say that just because of the cramped quarters and just no leg room and just to have some circulation in the legs once once you're you know in the plane and off the plane and they tell you when you're taking a long distance flight to get yeah. up and move around the cabin a little bit you can. you know <laughs> medically that's a smart thing to do your doctors and and, and over the years people have uh, indicated that compression socks will help uh prevent uh you know blood clots deep, and so forth uh, deep vein thrombosis that yeah, dvt that, that okay thrombosis so we, we've here let me pass this over to you guys here and you indicate i've made a list here of the people the people with short arms arms uh, and, and, and tell me who you think the winners are, and then hold it up to the window there so Luis can, unless he's already got, unless he can tell us who he, oh, he's already got his yeah, vote, he, so yeah. it's, I'm, I'll be right back. I'm going to go over here and see what, which two Luis liked. Here, did you write which them down, Luis? Yeah, this is okay. live radio you here. Out the one. Live, you guys got your winners over there? No. Mm, okay, okay, let's see here. Let me, uh, let me, uh, 
the uh, I, I I wanted uh, okay. I liked. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Yes. Uh, Get them over here. We're uh, running out of time here. Okay. Put my initials. You're listening there. to the travel guys, by the way. And, uh, travel and entertainment uh, let guys. Let's see. Where was the other one? We're here know, every uh, Sunday from three to four, and you can yeah, find yeah, everything yeah, we talk yeah, about yeah. on the show at travelguysradio.com. And okay. also, if you'd like to get our podcast, at uh, if you go to TravelGuysRadio.com, right up at the top there, you'll see an opportunity to be able to get a podcast. All right, who are here? Pass my the thing back over here. We haven't got any more time here, gang. Okay. You've got the okay. It's, who it's, you think those here? Those ones he did. Okay. Well, the, the, we're, I'm not seeing anything on here. Where? What is where? The my ones winners? with his his signet. He put. I his, put my uh, initials next to the. Uh, oh, two I, I see. Like. Okay. Um. All right, there we go. All right. And I. That's uh, this is the one I liked, and uh, he liked the. Um, all right, so it looks like our winners are Don for the solar flashlight and Dave for the flip-flops, as judged by our staff. They'll each win $25 Whole Foods gift cards. We will be back next Sunday with some more crazy fun. Thank you to all of you who called in, and thanks for listening to the program. TravelGuysRadio.com. Thanks, my friends. See you next time. <laughs> that was fun. They-